Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like this one, The Non-Microwave Truth by C.L. Whiteside. C.L. just has an amazing way to bring fresh perspective to some of my favorite passages from the Bible. You can search for The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. I feel too cheated to worship. That's what Vince Neil, uh, the lead rock singer from the band Motley Crue, once said. I feel too cheated to worship. I don't know much about Vince or his story or his music, but, but I do know this, that he had a baby girl named Skylar. And Skylar, when she was really little, got cancer. And uh, I can't imagine as a father watching your little kid having to go through that. And I can't imagine as a father what happens when she doesn't get through that. You see, at age four, Skylar died. And soon afterwards, Vince Neil said, I feel too cheated to worship. You know, his story is really one of the biggest objections that people make to the God I believe in and to this book that I adore. If God is so good, if, if God is so powerful, if God can end pain and relieve our suffering, if he cares about us like he claims to, then why is this world the way that it is? Why do kids get cancer? Why do people battle depression? Why do innocent spouses get betrayed? Why do we deal with, with back pain and drama and tornadoes and tsunamis, natural disasters and pandemics? If, if God is running the show, if he's good, why doesn't he fix it? It's a common question. In fact, there's a fancy name for that. It's called theodicy. How can God be just? How can God be good if he has all the power and all the love and the world looks so much like this? In these videos, we're talking about the end of the world, the day when Jesus comes back and he ends all of the cancer, all the depression, all of the pain, all of the crying, all of the questions. And so it's it's valid to ask, why doesn't he just do it? I mean, if Jesus is in total control, he could, he could come back today and he could end all of that. Why doesn't he just do it? It's interesting to me that here in 2 Peter chapter 3, <clears throat> one of Jesus' closest friends answers that question. And for those of us who are waiting, those of us who are aching for all of the, the drama and pain to end for Jesus to return, why hasn't it happened yet? Here's Peter's answer. 2 Peter chapter 3, starting with verse 8. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. You catch that answer? Well, why is God being so patient? Why is he waiting? If he could end the pain, why hasn't it happened? Here's Peter's simple answer. God is patient with you because he doesn't want any one of you to perish, to be lost eternally, but he wants everyone to come to repentance. That means God wants every single person to change their mind, to realize that they are sinners who need to be saved and to look to Jesus and his cross for their salvation. 
Actually, I bet you get this concept that we would allow or even ask people that we care about to suffer because we care deeply about someone else. This is a trivial example. Imagine your dog took off out of the yard and, and you were worried sick. I know some of you love your pets like your own children and so you're panicked, you, you can't sleep and so you reach out to family and friends and you ask them to help you find your dog. Now, you're keeping your friends up late. Maybe it's past their bedtime. Maybe they have better things to do than drive around a neighborhood calling out your dog's name. But I bet you would still do it. And why? Well, you care about them. Why, why would you make their lives more uncomfortable? And the simple answer is, is because you, you care about your dog. You want your dog to be in an accident. You don't want your dog to be lost. You want to bring your dog home. That's kind of like God. There are people that he loves deeply, those who don't believe in him just yet. This is crazy to think about. God loves his enemies so profoundly that he says to his sons and daughters, just wait. I know it's hard. I'm going to get you through it. My son is coming back soon, but just wait because I care so much about them. I got a shocking reminder of that just three days ago. I was hosting week one of a small group Bible study and everyone was gathered around the table and we began just by telling our stories, our, our names, our hobbies, our passions, our jobs, and a little bit of the background of our spiritual lives. And what was stunning to me was the fact that if Jesus would have come back five years ago, half the people at that table would have been lost forever. She had just met Jesus in 2019. She didn't know about this God of love until 2018. His life was turned upside down in 2016. Like, if Jesus would have pushed the button, if he would have pulled the trigger, if he would have ended my suffering since I was already saved, these people that I care about, that God cares about, would have been lost. And it's such a vivid reminder to me that although today might not be easy for me or for you, although we might have to go through chemo and cancer, we might have to take our medication and, and battle that depression, God has a great reason. And so we trust him. Let me leave you today once more with these words. Don't forget this one thing. God is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Let's pray. Uh, dear God, please give us patience as we rely on your patience to save people we care about. You were patient with us until we heard the law and the gospel about our sin and your grace and we're saved. And we pray, God, now that you would give us patience too. You have not cheated us. We can worship you today because you have been so good to us in Christ. Give us the strength and endurance to wait for that glorious day when he returns and use us to carry out this mission to save more and more people in your son's name. It's because of Jesus we pray. Amen.